Hello, and welcome to the East Anglian Theatre Podcast. Yes, your ears don't deceive you. It's still me plaguing the airwaves under the pretense of giving a leg up to local theatre. For those that don't recognise my irritating turns, my name is Ray Tempesta, and I am the host with the most overinflated view of his importance to the local theatre scene. For those that haven't listened to the podcast before, and I don't blame you, even after 30 episodes, I still show no signs of improvement. The way it works is simple, much like your host here. It's split into three sections. Section one is where I kid myself that anyone cares about what I've been up to as I give you the lowdown, with low being the operative word, on what I've been up to in the world of theatre in East Anglia lately. Section two is what you're all here for. The interview with a guest, an illuminating presence that usually cuts through the shadow that I cast on proceedings. And section three is where I briefly shine a spotlight on some of the shows happening and the occasional audition opportunity in our region. But before all that, let me briefly bother you with mention of my social media endeavours. The East Anglian Theatre Podcast has a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and now a TikTok account. Because I decided that my words and my voice weren't enough punishment, I've decided to inflict my face upon you from time to time as well. If you happen to come across my stuff, please do consider giving it a like, a follow, a share or whatever and do recommend it to all your friends of course. You can also find the podcast on its dedicated website, eatpod.co.uk. That's E-A-T-pod.co.uk. Here you'll find all episodes of the podcast, plus the reviews that I've so thoughtfully written and the usual page to contact me if you'd like me to give a shout out to a show that you're working on, or even if you'd like to feature as a guest on an episode. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Now, enough with the self-promotion and on to section one. More self-promotion. Hurrah! And in the absence of a co-host to ask the question of me, in a rather pathetic manner, I have to ask myself, Ray, what have you been up to theatre-wise lately? Well, thank you for asking, you rather handsome devil. Since the last episode, I've been to see a couple of shows. Wish You Were Dead by Peter James at the Norwich Theatre Royal and Still Life and Red Peppers, the Noel Coward double bill at the Sewell Barn Theatre. The reviews for both shows have been published on my website, eatpod.co.uk, but perhaps most pertinent is the review of the Noel Coward production, as you can still catch one of the remaining performances. It's a small but perfectly formed cast, and well, still life for its part, is quite a slow-paced, slightly sad tale, which contrasts quite significantly with Red Peppers, which is a much more joyous, effervescent play, and definitely the more energetic of the two shows. So definitely worth checking out, I'd say. Tickets can be booked via sewellbarn.org. Aside from watching a couple of shows, I've been continuing with rehearsals for the production of Hobson's Choice that I'm involved in over at Sheringham Little Theatre. We're nearing the opening of that one, and we just carried out a full run for the first time a few days ago, and it's shaping up nicely. For those that haven't come across the play before, it's a comedy set in Salford in 1880 and centres around a shoemaker, Henry Hobson, and his three daughters, the eldest of whom, Maggie, is a bit too wily and smart for her father to control, and she sets about using the skills of one of the shop's bootmakers, Will Mossop, to further her ambitions and set up on their own. I've got a fairly minor role in that one as the lawyer, Albert Prosser, who is also the love interest of one of Hobson's other daughters, Alice. You can catch the production between the 23rd and 25th of March, and tickets are available via sheringhamlittletheatre.com. 
And finally, I went along to a read-through for Rackheath Player's next production, The Last Quiz Night on Earth, by Alison Carr. I really enjoyed the play and the premise, so I decided to attend an audition for the show soon after. There was only four roles available in total, so I wasn't quite sure how much chance I'd have, especially being a newbie to the group, other than a brief stint that I had there over 20 years ago. Thankfully, it must have gone fairly well for me, as I landed the part that I wanted, and I'll be playing the Quizmaster, Rav. So you can look forward to me boring you all to death as I plug the production until June. But interesting though I am, enough about me and on to section two, the interview. And 30 episodes in and we have a returning guest. Cast your minds back to episode five when I was but a wee boy and I had the pleasure of interviewing April Nash, who at the time was directing a chorus line by Sound Ideas, probably my favourite show of 2022 I might add. Since then, a fair bit of water has passed under the bridge and April even had the privilege of directing me in a production you may have heard me mention before, Yippee with Open Door Theatre. Well, shortly after that production came to a triumphant conclusion, April was announced as the marketing coordinator for the Matter Market Theatre and that's the capacity in which she's talking to me today. So, without further ado, which is a shame because I do so enjoy and ado, let's have a chat with April, shall we? there april i believe is that right yes 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 april start with a joke yeah it's always good yeah it's been so long what was it kinky boots last month yeah kinky boots yippee you know yeah we saw quite a lot of each other actually didn't we over january yes we did yeah sick of the sight of each other anyway so we've established that we know each other and there's legitimate reasons for me to not bother with small talk which i you know i'm never really a big fan of anyway so i'll move straight on to big talk and the big talk this time is the three emergency impromptu whatever you want to call it the shows that have been put together at the last minute by the matter market now, for you recently, having come aboard as the marketing coordinator, it's probably been quite a baptism of fire, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, so off the back of what I was doing for your PKA um, in Open Door Theatre, um, they needed somebody to sort of step into the role quite quickly. And because it was basically a natural progression of what I was doing, I sort of stepped in and taken over all the marketing for everything, um, which is great. It's, it's what I love doing. Um and yeah, we've basically put together three nights of different shows in the last week or so, which is quite impressive. Mm. So what can you tell us about the three shows? Cool. Um, so we've got the first on Thursday, we're doing a brand new sort of concept that we're trying. So Ace, our technical manager, is also a musical extraordinaire at 19 years old. He's a part of a few bands and he knows those people in sort of that music scene in Norwich. So we're trialling something under a new sort of sub-brand called Dead Trademark, where we're trying to get young bands in, Norwich local bands. And um, yeah, it's going to be our first sort of foray into that side of popular music. So I'm right in thinking that the Dead Trademark event is an entirely mm. new concept for the matter market. Obviously, it would have been nice to launch it under different circumstances, of course. But personally, I think it's a wonderful shot in the arm for the music scene in Norwich. Yeah, I think it was it was in the works. And I think this was sort of not the kick up the bum that it needed, but I think it was an opportunity that we were like, we'll use this. This is a good time to trial it. Um, we know people, you know, this is the whole amazing thing that's happened is that it's a community of people that 
you know, friends of people that we know have got involved and are keen to get it going, which is great. The hope is that it will uh, maybe become a monthly event. Okay, that'd be awesome. Uh, I know it's probably not really your area of expertise, but are you able to tell us much about the the first lineup for this? Yeah, I make Asa laugh by my fuddy-duddy old language, being like, hey, the show, and it's really a gig. Headlining that night is a Norwich band called Afra, which is kind of folk, pop, rock, upbeat, cheerful, with like serious and thoughtful lyrics. They refer to themselves as the the little tip of chocolate at the end of a cornetto in terms of like how they, you know, that sort of delicious mouthful. And the bit that I don't often get to because I'm fed up with a cone by that point. Oh, you monster, man. That's the best bit. <laughs> I just don't like cones. Um, supporting them is Sasha the Band, which is a blend of indie rock, catchy pop and heavy punk. The Wallflowers as well, which is an acoustic band with one musician and two vocalists as well. And really interesting sound. And then also Chloe Atlanta, who's a Norwich-based folk artist as well. So all sort of young local Norwich bands trying to not move into that scene, but it's an area that we'd like to support and try and get a sort of different audience in. And that's quite a lot of music for your money, really, because is it the ticket for a tenor, aren't they, as well? Yeah, definitely. It's a really good price as well. And it's going to be slightly different. I think it's going to be a lot more relaxed than a typical, say, sit-down-in-your-seat production as well. Um, We've just got loads of hand stamps and we're going to have sort of young people on the door as well um yeah it should be a really sort of exciting buzzy night as well i hope this isn't to demean the shows on the other two days but um with both of us being very much theater theater kids if you like and obviously yeah. not so much the kids anymore but i've seen a lot of posts about the the lineup for the um because you've got to have friends show on the 10th yeah. and it, it's quite the lineup it, it must be heartening for all concerned that you know these these brilliant and established performers are so willing to give up their time for yeah it's been amazing um so joe myers this is sort of the brainchild of joe myers who's on the trust for madam market had the idea and then rang around everyone and the response has been incredible um so we've got sort of local talent we've got people who've been here as part of the community and then have gone off to London and they're coming back for the event. So we've got uh, Nick Myers, Molly Cutter. There's like two two young people that I remember seeing at Madam Market years ago have gone off and done the training and they're coming back for this event. How did Joe Myers manage to convince Nick Myers to be involved? <laughs> well, no nepotism. She's very, very talented. Um, but we've also got Dan Smith as well as part of Sound Ideas, um, very talented performer in his own right and um chris davidson we've got kate pantry we've got emily sindel we've got holly graham you know we've got um sadie inns as well we've got like all these people that we know and who are familiar faces to madam market so a lot of them were in the pantomime that was on over christmas mm-hmm. um but they're all so generous with their time and talent to just be like yeah i can do this you know giving a list of things they can do and we've been able to put a set list together it's been great um, and then also, you know, in terms of that's like the musical side of things, the Dead Funny cast are coming and doing an excerpt as well. So Dead Funny was a play that was recently on in the studio part of Madam Market, sold out, which is amazing. But if you missed it, you get to sort of get to see some of that magic that they've created. And then we've also got, oh, who else have we got? We've got David White, Rob Saunders, David Newman doing some traditional theatre Um We've got a skiffle band that were in One Man, Two Governors. Yeah, we've got all sorts, like monologues and music and sketches. 
So with that many people on stage, are you concerned that there could be no one left to be audience members? Yeah, it's a bit concerning, isn't it, actually? We've got we've managed to pull in most of the people. Um, I don't I think we'll have a good audience actually. Like we the tickets went on sale last week and the the uptake has been really positive. Um I forgot to mention we've also got Echo Youth doing uh, excerpts from Little Shop of Horrors and School of Rock as well. So I'm sure. sure we'll have some parents and supportive families coming to see it as well. So yeah, it's great. I mean, that's fantastic for Echo, actually, in a way, to have almost that, that sort of preview. Um, so you didn't consider getting uh, the cast of Yippie Kaye on board? Or? For how short notice it was, but there was <laughs> we did have a chat about it, but it's kind of what you'd, what you'd take. Well, of course, the, the trouble is as well, we, we um, haven't got a soundtrack for that, whereas, no. other, you know, so... So you didn't get you didn't consider getting me on board to deliver some crappy monologue or I mean I I would have. I I, I blame the last minute nature of everything. But there's still space, Ray. If you want to come and compare it, you're very welcome. Live podcast, perhaps, you know, if you really yeah. get it. anyway. And um, probably the most important question you'll be asked about this entire event, given that it's my birthday on the 10th. Um, oh right. <laughs> if I choose to spend it at the Madder Market, will I be able to get hold of any cake? I mean, I can I can make that happen for you. So if you come on the tenth, Rail's going to bring birthday cake for everyone in the audience. Is that what we're saying? Uh, um, oh, uh, I'll just edit this bit out of the podcast. <laughs> I can make cake happen. That would, be, <laughs> that would be absolutely fine. No, it'd be good. It's going to be it's going to be a really good three nights because we also have the Razzle Dazzle drag show as well on the Saturday as well. So anyone who's a fan of that show or fan of on the huh, like drag performances is going to have a good time as well. So yeah, it's going to be fab. Speaking of the Razzle Dazzle show on the on the eleventh, has there been any, any particular performers added to the roster, or is that their ready made show, if you like? No. So I believe the way the Razzle Dazzle works is it's a drag show, and they get different drag performers in. I do have a list of the drag performers who are performing. So we've got Bishy Barnaby, Anna Action, Knuckle Sandwich, Jester Mirage, Terry Daskal, Terry Dactyl, and Misk. I hope I said those right. Um, I can't get Terry Dactyl's name wrong. Sadie, no, Terry Dactyl's such a good drag name, isn't it? Um, but that's that's a really strong, like, entertaining lineup, which is really exciting. Oh, fantastic! Uh, and since you're here, April, I might as well take advantage <laughs> of speaking to you. What can you tell me about your own endeavours? Um, well, outside of the matter market, any any new shows in the pipeline? Yeah, so we we've just successfully funded a Kickstarter to create an album for Yippie Kaye. So we're having a meeting about that next week and getting that all rolling, which is great. And that's kind of, um, that's to create an album of the music, basically, for anyone who was interested in having it and then for future productions to make our life easier. Because as you know, learning a song from scratch without any anything to hear or listen to isn't the easiest thing in the world. Especially um, when you've got this idiot on board as well. So. Oh, no, I, I think your performance was stellar. Um what else are we doing? We've got um we're gonna be workshopping a new musical called Space Hamlet, hopefully this summer. And I just had a very interesting text message from our writer Daniel about a musical he just had an idea for, which I won't say what it is at the moment, because it's a uh, it, if it if it goes somewhere, it's going to be crazy and I'm very excited. But um we've I can also probably announce this here as well. Madam Market have invited us back to WP Kaye for January 2024 as well. So we'll be having auditions for that in September and kind of doing our September to January rehearsal period for that too, which is really exciting. I'm really, really pleased it was so well received. 
and just for the sake of having, I mean, because I've done my my bit with uh, crappy TikTok videos and yes. <laughs> <laughs> promoting the shows. So, so perhaps let's hear it uh, properly from a credible source. When are the shows, and where can you get tickets? Okay, so tickets can all be purchased from the Madden Market website, which is maddenmarket.co.uk. Um, go to the What's On section, and you'll find them all listed there. If you can't remember where that is, go to our Facebook page on Madam Market on Facebook, and there's loads of links to all the different shows on there. We've got the Afra music gig on the Thursday, the 9th of March, which is next week. We have the Got to Have Friends fundraiser variety concert show on Friday, the 10th, and then we have Razzle Dazzle on the 11th, which is the Saturday. Fantastic. Right, well, Thanks no for pressure. your time. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. No, 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 I better quickly go and edit the podcast ready for broadcast as soon as possible. Um, but, you know, I, I look forward to seeing you and plenty of others next week. That'd be fabulous. Yeah, I'll see you. If not, I'll see you on Thursday. So there we have it. That was the lovely April Nash talking about the Madam Market set of impromptu performances on the 9th, 10th and 11th of March. As she mentioned, tickets can be booked via madamarket.co.uk and it's probably worth checking out their social media accounts for details of the lineups. But aside from what's going on at the Madam Market, there's plenty of other stuff going on in the region that's definitely worth checking out. So firstly, in Cambridgeshire... The Huntingdon Drama Club will be performing the Alan Akebourne classic Confusions at the Commemoration Hall in Huntingdon from the 29th of March to the 1st of April. For more information on that, you can visit huntingdondramaclub.org.uk. A little bit east of there in West Norfolk, Kingsland Players will be performing The Accused, a play by former Conservative Minister and successful author Geoffrey Archer. It's described as a tense courtroom drama with a difference and the difference being that the audience is acting as the jury. It's being staged at the beautiful Guildhall in Kings Lynn between the 16th and 18th of March, with tickets available via the Kings Lynn Corn Exchange website, the very snappy kingslynncornexchange.co.uk. Also, over in deepest, darkest Suffolk, Woolpit Drama Club are performing Ladies' Day by Amanda Whittington at Woolpit Village Hall, which is off the A14 somewhere between Bury St Edmunds and Stowmarket. The story involves four fish factory workers, which you can probably imagine how many takes that took to get right, as they head off to the races for Ladies' Day, and it turns into a day where secrets are spilled and friendships tested. It's proper feel-good stuff, and they'll be performing on the 30th and 31st of March and the 1st of April. And last, but by absolutely no means least, Theatre Royal Barry St Edmunds will be opening the doors on their production of The Children by Lucy Kirkwood on the 10th of March. It stars Imogen Stubbs, Gillian Bevan and Michael Higgs and runs until the 25th of March. Now, it's a difficult one to describe, to be perfectly honest. It concerns three nuclear physicists, two of whom are married, and they are visited at their home by the third third physicist, as the world outside is dealing with a major nuclear disaster. That description hardly sells it, I realise that, but the play made it into the top three of The Guardian's greatest plays of the 21st century, which illustrates how well-revered it is. Now, being a big fan of Lucy Kirkwood's writing, as well as the beautiful Theatre Royal Berry St Edmunds, it's a production I'm most excited to see. So why not join me? Tickets for that are available via theatreroyal.org. 
And that's about all this time. As usual, I'll post links for the shows mentioned on my social media accounts throughout the next week or so, as well as some others that I haven't had time to feature. Thanks, as always, for tuning in and for listening to April drone on. God, not having her back anytime soon. And tune in next time to hear from AMA Theatre Company. In the meantime, take care of yourselves and buy a bloody ticket for one or more of the Matter Market shows, would you? Bye. <laughs>